Any news today, Tito, at all? Bang, <laughs> <laughs> <Dang>, Rosie. <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> this is the Rosie Report. The next round's on Rosie, and we'll read his credit card number here in just a moment. Regular season roundup. Catch it, Rosie. Nicely done, Rosebud. Now, here's Jim Rosenhouse. Perez at first, two down as he came back to strike out Yu Chang. Seven strikeouts, a hit batter, no hints allowed by Carlos Rodon. One pitch away from a no-hitter. The set and the payoff pitch to Luplo. A swing and a smash to third, gobbled up by Moncada. Bobbles, recovers, throws to first! It's a no-hitter, and Carlos Rodon being mobbed at the pitcher's mound. Well, that was the big story last night in Chicago, the no-hitter for Carlos Rodon. And welcome into the Rosie Report regular season roundup, episode number eight. Spoiler alert for later. You know the deal about Rodon. We'll cover that a little bit, but also since this is an Indian's centric podcast we will have some good stuff we had a chance to visit with Shane Bieber after his great game on Tuesday night and uh, we'll play that interview for you to get you back in a good place heading into play today for the tribe on a Thursday afternoon in Chicago but the big story Rodon's no hitter after the game tribe manager Terry Francona weighed in on the night yeah he kind of overwhelmed us um you know I, I think I was had spoken before the game and I don't know who asked me, but I said, when he's good, he gets stronger as the game goes. You know, you saw him touch 99 in the, you know, pitch 110 and his breaking ball got better and even threw some change-ups, but he just, he just, you know, he got into a rhythm and, and just got stronger as the game went. What can you say about Zach and what went on with him in the first inning tonight? You know, I mean, when Carl, when he came in, Carl said he, he didn't command real well in the bullpen. And then when the game started, just everything was flat. You know, it changed up. Breaking ball seemed like it was backing up a little bit. And, and the fastballs were, were kind of up and over the middle of the plate, just really uncharacteristic. As you're in a dugout and a guy like Rodon is having the night that he has, can you, I'm not going to say can you sense it, because you told me before the game, when he gets going, he kind of, kind of goes but could you sense it as his game was going that it was going to get tougher to hit against him yeah just because of the way I've seen him in the past and but you know you I mean and you know we we were we were spending more time on defense than we were on offense and Guys were getting cold, man. It was it was a tough night. To, you know, we were out there a long time on defense. And from a try perspective, always with good perspective, is catcher Roberto Perez, who was the only base runner for the Indians, hit by a pitch with one out in the ninth inning. You have probably two hardest hit balls of the night off of Rodon, um, the one to right center and then the one to short. Just what did you see going against him? And, and then you got hit in the toe. Just you go through the bats you had against him tonight. No, I, mean, I I thought he had a really good um, stuff tonight. You know, um, for some reason I was I was you know I've been I've been I've been seeing the ball really good um, against him. You know, he's throwing that. You know, he was throwing 98, 99 mile per hour fastballs today. Um, but you know, it, it was it was a matter of I wasn't trying to do too much with him. You know, I I, I really got in a really good counts and um, you know, unfortunately, you know, that's just part of the game when. You hit ball hard right of people, but 
Um, I thought my approach against him was really good today, and um, but he 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 was he was good too. Um, you know, he 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 got us you know off balance, and he had really good stuff tonight. It was his night tonight. As a catcher, can you sense that a guy, you know, has that? You know what I mean? Can you sense it as the game was going along that uh oh, this might be a night for him? Well, of course, when you well, you when you have you know a couple of guys hit the ball higher, right up people, you know. You got meaning in, in in the eighth or seventh eighth eighth inning, you know. Hit the ball, you know, three one fastball right, you know, uh, left field. He hit the ball hard, you know. There's nothing you can do about it, you know. That's uh, just part of the game. Um, but he he was you, you got to give him a lot of credit. He, you know, he pitched nine great innings and 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 he had all his pitches working. You know, he had a good changeup. His slider is, you know, one of the Best sliders, you know, from a lefty. Um, but uh, you know, he got a good fastball, so um, you, you got to give credit to him. Did he ask you? Did that slider hit his back, your back, your toe when you were going? Yeah, yeah. He asked me. He asked me. You know, I, I, to be honest, I, I really didn't think he had a perfect game until I got hit. Um, I thought he had a no hitter going on, um, but I really didn't think he had a perfect game. So. Uh, it's hard, man. You know, I'm not, I'm not gonna try to stand there and take, you know, get hit, you know, um, especially after a night like tonight uh, that it was cold, you know, um, I, you know, but that's just part of the game. Um, that's 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 all I can say. Hey, Roberto, taking nothing away from him, and you just mentioned it. Is it is it tougher when the conditions are as bad as they were, and then also you guys getting in the big early hole? Does that make it even tougher? Uh, no, not really. I mean, there, there's no excuses. You know, you you know, we 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 play in Cleveland. You know, that cold Minnesota. You know, the the Central Division. You know, early April, May. You know, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be cold. There's no excuse for that. You know, um, I thought I thought we had you know great at bats. We we got some pitches to hit. We just you know we we hit the ball right at people. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's tough when you're playing from behind, especially you know that they they put up six runs on the board right away, um, and, and you know you start as the innings go, you know you start putting a lot of pressure on yourself, and you start trying to do too much, and and instead of you know that, that my mentality was you know I'm not gonna look at the score, but I'm just gonna keep playing the game like it's zero zero, and um, because it, it's it can, you know, let it slide. So, um, but yeah, it, it, it's tough when you're playing from behind and you got a really good pitcher, you know, on the mound with a, with a really good stuff. So. so that's it. 20th no-hitter in White Sox history belongs to left-hander Carlos Rodon, no-hitting the Indians last night in Chicago in an 8 nothing win. Now, the night before, Shane Bieber was terrific. Nine shutout innings with 11 strikeouts, and he got the win in a 10-inning game as the Indians scored twice in the 10th. We had a chance to catch up with Shane yesterday on Wednesday as he talked about the night before and, and some of the good things that happened for him in a season that has gone well so far. Um, yeah, definitely. It's not like I was going into the offseason, you know, trying to reinvent my entire game, but saw some subtle fixes that, you know, could potentially help me um, just throughout my career, really. And and a couple of those were just trying to go deeper into ball games and be more aggressive in the zone. and. Um, establish the strike zone with, you know, multiple breaking balls, not just my curveball. And so adding that 
kind of new revamped slider has uh, been been helpful this far. Um, and, and fortunately, we had both of them kind of working for us yesterday, and that's um, you know how it ended up playing out. And for fans who watch the game, they they see these breaking balls and hitters swinging at pitches in the dirt. What is the subtle difference that 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 slider does for you to to help you along with with some of the goals you're trying to achieve? Yeah, um, honestly, when I watch it back on TV, I think both of my breaking balls look really similar. Um, and, and I've talked to uh, you know all my catchers about it, and and when I'm throwing them, and I get the the, the catcher's feedback as well, they're definitely two separate pitches, but. Uh, for whatever reason, just from the camera angle, they look very, very similar. One just might be a couple miles an hour uh, MPH harder. Um, but, yeah, I think the slider is, is uh, like I said, a little bit more velocity on it. Um, it's staying straighter for a little bit longer, and it's it's moving definitely more horizontally than my curveball does. My curveball is pretty much north-south. So uh, when I'm able to have both of those working and, and changing directions like that, um, it's it's probably going to be a good thing. The game itself last night, you're matched up with Lucas Giolito, and going in, it, it seemed like a great pitching matchup, and it turned out to be. Can you appreciate that when, when you're in it, when you see the other guy doing so well as well? No doubt. Um, hats off to him. He, I feel like every time uh, we face off, it's a, it's a big game, it's a close game, um, and we both throw pretty well, so... Uh, he, he threw extremely well, uh, and that was fun. It was just a fun game to be a part of, to be honest, in all facets of it. And um, it, it was a great memory, and I know it's only April, but uh, it felt like a lot more and, and kind of felt like a sort of an instant classic. And you showed that emotion coming off the mound after the ninth inning with a big strikeout. And uh, is that because of, of all those things you just said? Because normally you're pretty stoic when you come off the mound, but uh, that – that certainly seemed to indicate there was a little more on the line. Uh, yeah. And just, you know, zero, zero ball game going into the ninth. Um, and that was really the, obviously the biggest inning there. They had a chance to win it. And, um, I found myself in a situation where I had to execute some pitches and, and felt comfortable going to the breaking ball there. And, um, you know, if I was going to go down, I was going to go down with the bread and butter. And, and fortunately that didn't happen, but, um, yeah, it was a big situation and, uh, we could feel all the energy, you know, building up throughout the game and, uh, to let that go towards the dugout a little bit, uh, you know, it felt good. And that's kind of just clean in the moment. And sometimes it takes a little while every season for a team to kind of find its identity and, and get comfortable with each other. A lot of new faces this year, but it seems like it's coming together in a hurry for this ball club. And are you enjoying this group of, of players, even with all the changes? Yeah, no doubt. Um, I think that's something we kind of touched on in spring training, really exciting group and excited to see how, uh, you know, we carry our spring training over into the regular season. And and thus far, it's it's been fun, man. It's been fun trying to find our identity um and i feel like we still obviously got some ways to go it's a very long season and we're going to face some adversity uh at, at points throughout the season so it's a matter of how we react to that and uh, as a group and and how we come together so i'm confident we'll be able to do that well and uh you know it's definitely been fun you know at the beginning here um yeah definitely it's not like i was going into the off season you know trying to reinvent my entire game but saw some subtle fixes that you know, could potentially help me um, just throughout my career, really. And and a couple of those were just trying to go deeper into ball games and be more aggressive in the zone and um, establish the strike zone with, you know, multiple breaking balls, not just my curveball. And so adding that 
kind of new revamped slider has uh, been been helpful this far. Um, and, and fortunately, we had both of them kind of working for us yesterday, and that's um, you know how it ended up playing out. And for fans who watch the game, they they see these breaking balls and hitters swinging at pitches in the dirt. What is the subtle difference that 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 slider does for you to to help you along with with some of the goals you're trying to achieve? Yeah, um, honestly, when I watch it back on TV, I think both of my breaking balls look really similar. Um, and, and I've talked to uh, you know all my catchers about it, and and when I'm throwing them, and I get the the, the catcher's feedback as well, they're definitely two separate pitches, but. Uh, for whatever reason, just from the camera angle, they look very, very similar. One just might be a couple miles an hour uh, MPH harder. Um, but, yeah, I think the slider is, is uh, like I said, a little bit more velocity on it. Um, it's staying straighter for a little bit longer, and it's it's moving definitely more horizontally than my curveball does. My curveball is pretty much north-south. So uh, when I'm able to have both of those working and, and changing directions like that, um, it's it's probably going to be a good thing. The game itself last night, you're matched up with Lucas Giolito, and going in, it, it seemed like a great pitching matchup, and it turned out to be. Can you appreciate that when, when you're in it, when you see the other guy doing so well as well? No doubt. Um, hats off to him. He, I feel like every time uh, we face off, it's a, it's a big game, it's a close game, um, and we both throw pretty well, so... Uh, he, he threw extremely well, uh, and that was fun. It was just a fun game to be a part of, to be honest, in all facets of it. And um, it, it was a great memory, and I know it's only April, but uh, it felt like a lot more and, and kind of felt like a sort of an instant classic. And you showed that emotion coming off the mound after the ninth inning with a big strikeout. And uh, is that because of, of all those things you just said? Because normally you're pretty stoic when you come off the mound, but uh, that – that certainly seemed to indicate there was a little more on the line. Uh, yeah. And just, you know, zero, zero ball game going into the ninth. Um, and that was really the, obviously the biggest inning there. They had a chance to win it. And, um, I found myself in a situation where I had to execute some pitches and, and felt comfortable going to the breaking ball there. And, um, you know, if I was going to go down, I was going to go down with the bread and butter. And, and fortunately that didn't happen, but, um, yeah, it was a big situation. And, uh, we could feel all the energy, you know, building up throughout the game and uh, to let that go towards the dugout a little bit, uh, you know, it felt good. And that's kind of just clean in the moment. And sometimes it takes a little while every season for a team to kind of find its identity and, and get comfortable with each other. A lot of new faces this year, but it seems like it's coming together in a hurry for this ball club. And are you enjoying this group of, of players, even with all the changes? Yeah, no doubt. Um, I think that's something we kind of touched on in spring training. Really exciting group and excited to see how, uh, you know, we carry our spring training over into the regular season. And and thus far, it's it's been fun, man. It's been fun trying to find our identity. Um, and I feel like we still obviously got some ways to go. It's a very long season and we're going to face some adversity uh, at, at points throughout the season. So it's a matter of how we react to that and uh, as a group and and how we come together. So I'm confident we'll be able to do that well. And, uh, you know, it's definitely been fun, you know, at the beginning here. Always great to hear from Shane Bieber. And thanks so much for his time on the day after a really good performance on Tuesday night. And uh, he's had a Cy Young last year, and he really looks good again this season. Well, the Indians back in action. They'll try and square the series at two games apiece in this four-game series with the White Sox that wraps up on Thursday afternoon in Chicago. Aaron Savali against Lance Lynn, the pitching matchup, and it should be a dandy. 
210 first pitch, and we'll have it for you on the Indians Radio Network at 135. Thanks again, as always, to Bart Swain for uh, helping us out with the Shane Bieber interview and uh, everyone else in uh, communications as well for the Indians. Austin Controllis, Courtberry Tripp doing great work out on the road. Thanks to you for downloading the Rosie Report. This has been the Rosie Report. 